0: What's going on, everybody? This is your host, BJ Parker, and this is the Making the Turn Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Making the Turn podcast. I am your host BJ Parker and we're back for another episode. And as long as this thing is like I can keep my boy here to a minimum on his on his responses we're going to be all good. But I've got a this is a special one for me. I've got a longtime friend of mine a good buddy a guy that I've known for a long time in the industry. I'm happy to have him here with me today. He is the Middle Tennessee area sales rep or Tennessee area sales rep for Sigma Organics, Mister Greg Johns. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, BJ. Thanks for having me.
0: Man, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we got to do this. Getting you scheduled is like scheduling (laughs) the Titans to come play in my backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about don't doesn't happen. (laughs) Well, um, man, thanks. Have you heard the podcast before?
1: I have absolutely. Listen to several of them and sounding good sounding good it's a great little thing you're doing here
0: well we're getting some getting we're, get, yeah, we're getting we're getting some momentum yeah I, I had some some great uh people reach out to me people in the industry i'm really excited about the direction and uh, we just keep this thing rolling so i'm, I'm excited about it uh, i think it's good for our industry to, to get the word out some of the behind the scenes stuff that we do and we don't get a lot of that recognition both from the landscape side, not only superintendents, but just our side in general, of the green industry. So I'm here to help them, and I'm and I'm glad to have you here to talk your side of the business and some of the things you've gone through.
1: Like I said, good, glad to be here. I know it's been a long time in the making, and I appreciate you having me here. Absolutely, awesome, great friend.
0: Well, um, I appreciate you saying that. Well, give me a little background for those that don't know who you are, that haven't been around the area in a while, or maybe new. Uh, tell. Everybody about Greg Johns, kind of how you got to where you're at uh, at Sigma, and um, just give him a little brief history. I know brief is not hard, easy in your language <laughs> vernacular, but anybody but just, that knows me knows that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, guys, I'll keep him to a, a. I got a bell over here that I'll ding him if he's too long. <laughs> but um, just, just uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got to, to where you're at.
1: So, uh, it's how to sum it up the best I know. I'm originally from Louisiana. Uh, graduated college at Louisiana Tech uh, with my BS in horticulture. Uh, In 1991 moved here uh, a week after graduation to go to work for a company in sales and design, a landscape company. Um, Was with them almost two years and at that point uh, decided to, uh, you know, I was um, young and thought I knew it all and uh, ready to set the world on fire. So went into business for myself December of 93 all in right. the landscape company and as we all know not the time of year to <laughs> be going into business, uh, especially the landscape business in Nashville, Tennessee. so uh, so anyway, had a brief stay at the uh, uh, well uh, Nashville, Uh, Davison County Sheriff's Department, actually. I wasn't actually incarcerated. I was there as a (laughs) a guard for about three months to get me through uh, the winter time of the year and uh, with all the inclement weather and everything. And so, uh, started my own company uh, the spring of, I think it was, 94. And did that for almost seven years. Took a partner on about three years into it. Sold it to him about four years later and at that point went to work for a company here in town a lot of people know of dick and supply and uh at the time i think i was the fourth employee for the company wow and uh and was with them a number of years i think uh, 11 or 12 and had a, a short stint with another company at the time brought them into tennessee and then uh about Six years ago somewhere somewhere in there uh went brought another company into town uh and was with them for a number of years and then actually joined up with one of my longtime competitors sigma organics about a little over a year and a half ago and so that's where we sit today so i've been on a little bit of a ferris wheel a little little merry-go-round if you will so hope that this is my final spot
0: well well, I know a lot about you, and I've certainly spent a lot of time with you, and we've shared a lot, and you've been a, a helpful resource to me in my superintendent endeavors and stuff. And I know that um, you know you've, you've got a lot of knowledge about the sales side and some of the things that that um, you guys do to help superintendents or landscapers or lawn care people. Talk a little bit about how that how you feel how you approach your daily um, you know, what you go through in a day. I know you're bombarded with a lot of sales calls and stuff, but from working with you, I know you really put in a lot of effort to try to help us help our help guys. And and that's something I hear a lot talking to salespeople, but talk about some of the things that you do that you, you kind of want to help people, not just, you're not just trying to sell them something, but you actually want to benefit them, benefit what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I tell a story of many years ago, um, it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. I had a, a superintendent one day, I I had lost <clears throat> my job in sales when I first started on early on. And, uh, and I was probably into the business at that point, uh, about four years into the business. And I had a, a superintendent slash friend of mine reach out to me and tell me, he said, Hey, look, he said, I'm, we, you know, a bunch of us have gotten together, and we want to help you. We heard about what happened, and and uh, and you know, it was to the tune of they offered to even pay my my upcoming mortgage note. Sure. And it was at that point that life kind of slapped me in the face and said, you know, it's not about selling things, and it's not about going out and just seeing what you can sell somebody, if you will. It, it, at that point, it became that this was not only a relational ship type business, and I'm sure that a lot of people in a lot of different industry, industries would say the same thing, but at that point, uh, it became real to me that it's about people. Yeah. And it's about treating people the way you want to be treated. Right. And actually helping people out. And so, you know, we... You've heard, I'm sure, um, and and again, it's in Indian industry that we uh, we're here to to help people. We're, we're problem solvers. Sure. We're we're hopefully solution folks to come in and and help uh, a guy or a young lady with the problem that they're having. And so, um, at that point, like I said, it, it it put a whole new perspective on not only my job but us as human beings that. We're placed here, I, I truly believe, one, to leave the place better than what we found it, but also to help people out. And it's all about, just like you and I, our relationship that we've had forever. And at the end of my days, I want to be known as a guy that I wasn't there just to say you something, but we were friends and we had a true relationship. And, and you know, I truly cared about you and hopefully the vice versa of that, Um and so, uh, you know, at 52 years of age, uh, it's funny how the maturation stage goes. Sure. And and you, uh, uh, things that once were priorities to you don't mean a hill of beans to you anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it's a certain – it's a totally different set of priorities uh, as we get a little older. And, and like I said, people and family and things of that nature become a lot more important than uh, – just trying to go out and sell somebody something. Yeah. Whether they need it or not, it's it's really a relationship type deal and that's what I've enjoyed here. I look at uh as I think about it real quick, BJ, I, it's been 21 years roughly I've been in the business. And it's like I just blink my eyes because I've been having fun. It's a passion. It truly is a passion of mine. Uh you know, you go to my home and you see that not only do I sell things to hopefully help people, in, in, not only in the plant, in the ornamental side, but also the turf side. But you go to my home, and I hope that if you ever come to my home, you're going to find that's one of the, the turf and the ornamental side of it is one of the best you've ever seen. I take great pride in it. Sure, it's huh? truly my passion yeah. and my hobby. And so I'm, I'm very thankful, very blessed to be in a business that, one, I graduated college in. But not only that, but I, tr- I have a true passion and desire to to not only do it myself, but hopefully help other people uh, to excel at what they do and their livelihood.
0: Yeah, it's been a common theme in, amongst the, the people that I've talked to and the salespeople that I know, that on the sales side, there's a little bit of competition between individual salesmen. They're oh, all selling the same thing. They're competing for that business. And and so it becomes a relationship that you gain with your customer on the superintendent side we don't we don't really want superintendents any superintendent we don't want ill with any of them we don't want them to get in any trouble we don't want them to to have bad turf we want them all to uh, succeed and we'll do whatever we can to help them Mm -hmm. and within reason you know a lot of times and so there's a, there's a huge dynamic in our industry and I'm sure it's like that. And I, I spent more time in the golf industry than I did the turf and ornamental and landscape and lawn care and all that. But I'm sure it's the same similarly. Yeah. And, um, so it, it's been a thing. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's like that. There's a lot of people that, you know, I'm going to sell, you know, this guy, whatever, and it doesn't really matter. But I know, I noticed that you guys are very passionate about creating relationships and that's why you and I have continued a relationship down the road it's not i'm buying from x company i'm buying from greg Johns. and that that means a lot not only to me but i know to you and that goes to what you're speaking about yeah absolutely. And, and how those relationships are formed because despite where you go or what you do you know we're 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 buddies first and we're going to you know take care of each other and hopefully i can help you out by buying something and you can help me out by solving problems that i have so you absolutely. know i think that's a huge that's a huge thing in our industry that I'm not sure a whole lot of other industries uh, offer.
1: Well, you know, you touched on something interesting there, and and again, as I talk about the maturation stage that we go through as adults, back when uh, I'm a very competitive person, as you know, you and I played some softball together for several years, and oh yeah, anybody... we can talk about the walk off. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, you had a walk off at one point. Yeah, I think uh, so. I, I, I totally can. Uh, but no, uh, sitting in the in the presence of greatness here with the with a, a walk off homer that BJ hit one year when we were I think in the semifinal we, somewhere deep into the playoffs oh, yeah. and uh, yard boys shut yeah, out. yeah that's right exactly so uh, but no going back to what I was uh, going to there is is that you had talked about the brotherhood and the fraternity if you will of superintendents and not only superintendents but. Everybody that's doing what we're doing in the green industry, you don't have to be a superintendent. I think you – I know this about you and, and other people that you would reach out to a gentleman that's taking care of a sports field or a sports complex. And so it's – it's uh, and, again, that's where it comes into is just – it's about – Treating people the way you would want to be treated, and helping others out to get to a better place. You know that one lesson I learned a long time ago is is that if you help people get to where they want to go, you'll get to where you want to go. Oh
0: yeah, for and, sure. And
1: that's and that's a. Uh, it took me a while to understand that, but that's a great saying, and, and it's not just a saying. It's a, it's it's actually something that. Uh, I, I see it. I've seen it in my own life, and I see it in other people's life, and it's something that I like to coach uh, even younger people on. But, uh, but anyways, going back to what I was saying is that um, not only is it superintendents helping out and, and the brotherhood and the fraternity that you guys have, but also back when I first started, like I said, 20, 21 years ago doing this, being a, the competitive person I am, I always want to win at everything that I do. And and I think that's what goes to actually you got to have a little bit of that salt in your blood in sure. order to be um, the person that it makes us all be. That's that's what we have to strive and and to hopefully make us a better person, a better person for our family, uh, if you will, and and just a better person in general. But the one thing that I've learned over the years is is that uh, I used to think of my competitors as my enemy and it's funny because over the last four or five six years i've embraced my competitors or tried to 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 a certain extent and because again life's too short to go through life disliking anybody or having anybody more importantly in my world having anybody dislike me right and so that is that's been one of those things that uh hopefully i've been able to do is to kind of maybe coach and uh i maybe co- coaching is a bad word but uh you know to reach out to competitors where in the past they were my enemy yeah and that's and and i look back and i think what a knucklehead way to be um because like i said life's too short and, and people are just uh, relationships and everything else are just way more important than um you know competing and wanting to win although i still want to win at everything sure. i do uh, and I think that's what makes us, like I said, uh, the salt that we have, but uh, and who the people that we are uh, to excel at what we do. But uh, it, it's it it's just kind of that correlation from what you are saying that superintendents like to reach out to superintendents, and if they're having a problem, help them out. And it just it it kind of kicked off something there with uh, the way again life has changed me over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, and I don't you know I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to be competitive. I mean. You got to have a little bit of that swagger and you got to have a little bit of that i'm you know i want to be there's there's a saying that i've heard recently it's like if you don't want to be the best at something then why do it
1: you better check yourself
0: right and (laughs) and and there's and there's many days that i i I didn't say it out loud or i didn't say it to you know people that that were gonna you know judge me or whatever but i wanted to have the best dead gum course around i wanted to be in the best shape i can't do i can't go out and move tees and fairways around and add a bunker here those those required you know a lot of processes and a lot of people to make decisions but what I could control was the turf and everything that I was involved in responsible for maintaining and so I wanted it to be the best absolutely but I didn't kick people or you know you know if somebody came and said man your greens are better than so and so I'd be like I appreciate that but I didn't it's not like I wore it as a badge of honor or something it's just it made you feel good a sense of pride and it's just like you win in a big order over another competitor. It's not that you um, necessarily are excited that you, you know, took money out of somebody. It's just that there's a little bit of competition there in, in, in doing that because that is your, you know, you're not only helping someone, but you actually did, you know, do something that drives you a little bit. So sure. there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything.
1: No, and, and I can speak on your behalf uh, from – from a trip that we had previously been on several years ago. And I think one of the things that, as you were talking there a minute ago, it reminded me, and it's the little things sometimes, like you said, you can't go move in a green, you can't move a tee. You can't do those type of things, but it's the little things that you can do. And I remember uh, several years ago, we were on a trip together and, What was meant to be just a fun day out golfing, you were literally working in your head, and you were looking at the little things on this course that we happen to be on in Florida, and you were you were picking out this, uh, you know, how maybe they had arranged their water coolers in a different way, it maybe made them a little bit more discreet. You couldn't see them just. Speak, you know, standing, yelling out at you, and just the little things that uh, we all talk about all the time is what sets you apart. Yeah, and uh, and so I, that made a big impression with m- with me about you years ago was, is something that was meant to be just a fun getaway, kind of kicking in neutral and hit that dimpled ball around. You were literally working so that you could bring ideas back to your course, and and set yourself again that competitive nature to set yourself above maybe one of your your peers out there
0: yeah it's hard I mean it's really hard for us superintendents to turn that off as much as we want to try and just get away from the course and relax and it's I find it very intriguing and it's one of the reasons why I spent a lot of time going to other places was to draw in new ideas because you just our business even even now I mean with the expansion of social media and some things you're getting a little bit of that it, but guys are hesitant to post things still. They're, you know, they're scared of the platforms. You know, this podcast thing has really been a huge uh, content builder for me for getting got the word out to people. And so I say all that to say, you know, you got to actually go visit places and see places and talk to people about what they're doing. And that's the only way you can gain little bits, little little nuggets and make them your tweak and, and, um, what you've learned and sort of improve your product because, if you just kind of dive into your own little world, you're just gonna kind of just be you know spinning in circles yeah and, you kind of weather yeah uh,
1: wither on the vine if you will
0: and you know so that makes that leads me to kind of some of the things that you know we talk about in our industry that you 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 know what is what is some of the challenges that you see from a salesman side of the business that you kind of come across that that maybe I that you that you've you know had to deal with or that uh you know haven't really necessarily gone your way
1: um gosh i don't know that's a tough question um
0: that's because you're you don't deal with challenges
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've got a world of them and they (laughs) and and of course they every day they get they get more and more but um gosh i don't know um challenges that i see
0: i mean what is it what uh, okay so let me rephrase it another way um Say a guy comes to you and says, I got this problem. How would you go about that? You know, if you didn't know how to answer the question, what are some of the thought processes that you go about okay. to sort of get this guy an answer? Because a lot of times, and I'm not saying all the time, uh, is, you know, guys in our industry rely on you guys mm-hmm. to, for information. Cause we just, we can't digest sure. all that information, but you know, about every single product or what products will help. So how do you go about diagnosing that or staying up on, that information. So when someone does come to you, you say, here's, yeah. here's the solution. for Gotcha.
1: You. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'd like to say that, you know, every afternoon after I get done working and being in, in the public that I go home and I study all these articles on turf and, you know, the latest and greatest. And, and of course that's not happening. Uh, I, I, do, I do, however, uh, try to try to get into articles and look up extracurricular stuff like that from time to time and uh but to answer your question i think it's it's a um it's a combination of things it's calling upon the relationships that like you and i've had and many others over over time have had and calling and just wrapping you know our head or, or and getting you know, throwing the the question out there and getting a couple of heads wrapped around the question yep. and solutions to it, and of course, you know how it is—you ask five different people. Something you're gonna get five different opinions, but I think there's a whole host of stuff. My my best buddy in the whole world uh, does what Appreciate I do that. for another company. <laughs> well, you're my second best. Yeah, buddy. I've all No, been. no, I hate to say that. And I probably shouldn't have said that because that's a little belittling to other people. But of course, you're been a great friend. And I'm just still a messing. Great- with no, you. I know you but said but that. You know to, that. You, I know that, and, and you um,
0: said that. You said that about Mike for as many yeah, yeah. well, times, every time you bring him up it's like yeah. i know the dude
1: and he probably doesn't call me his best friend but that's okay <laughs> who would um yeah exactly <laughs> but no but you know also so going to some of my peers mike and i went to college together years ago um and uh, so our relationship started just a minute or two ago but uh you know calling upon other friends uh, that do what i do um and, and saying, hey, look, you know, I've come across this today. Have you seen this? Yeah. Uh, and, and again, reaching out to, you know, friends like yourself, that uh, other colleagues in the business, and, and just being able to reach out there. And, of course, you got the whole social media thing as well that we can kind of tap into. And, I mean, you know, every answer and every question is out there on the net these days. So you can certainly go and, and find whatever you need. You know, and I, I feel like UT's got a great program and a great – uh, tool that they have online and so you know I've used that from time to time over the years but reaching out to friends and and peers colleagues like yourself and just saying hey i've got a i've got something i hadn't seen and this you know I've got a gentleman that called me on this and uh and and maybe it's something i hadn't seen maybe it's you know something fairly rare and just reaching out to folks and uh and and again not the thing that i've learned is is I'm never going to know it all and, yeah. and don't profess to, don't want to, because as the old saying goes, the minute that you think you know it all, you better watch your back. <laughs> Something's fixing to happen. Yeah. So uh, so I'm not, a, you know, doing this for 21 years. It seems like a long time in some stretches, but in others it doesn't. Like I said, it's been a blink of an eye for me. It's been great. Uh, Lord has blessed me and, and many people around me for years and just blessed to be able to do something that I actually love doing. Um, but... Uh, again, just being able to reach out to people and uh, and say, "Hey, look, I don't I don't know what this is," you know, and 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 not being afraid to tell the customer, a lot of times means, you know, a lot of people I think look at it and go, "Well, if I tell the customer I don't know what this is, it's yeah. going to really make me not look so bright," but. Yeah. But hey, we don't. None of us know it all, and and that's the great thing is being able to reach out to people, uh, and and say, you know, look, I I'm I don't profess to know it all, and uh, hey man, can you help me? You've seen this, uh, and and what you know, give me your thoughts and opinions on it, and uh, so that's 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 helped me a lot over the years, and and that's kind of in a situation like that. That's kind of what I do if I don't know it. I'm I, I'm not afraid to go to somebody else and say, look, I think you're a little smarter than me. Yeah. Tell me what you got you know, tell me what this is. Let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, and, and it's a learning experience for everybody.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I took great pride in trying to learn as much as I could. I felt like that was an important part of the business was kind of staying updated on what, what was going on out there, be it on the fertilizer, chemical side, herbicides, whatever. And, you know, I, I just, I believe that's something that most guys find, intimidating maybe i don't sure. know if that's the right word but so they rely a lot on you guys and you guys have to you know kind of think on your feet a little bit and i think the best thing to do is say is if you don't know is i don't know and oh, I'll, I'll get back with you on an answer on yeah, it absolutely. you know because yes. that's better than just throwing something out there and you know and and a lot of times i don't think it happens much but i, I mean i imagine it does at, no at times.
1: I, I i wouldn't say it happens much but you know it's just like anything else Unless you're just really good at lying, it's yeah. pretty see through, <laughs> and uh, you know that's one thing I've I've tried to pride myself at is that if I don't know it, I don't I don't have a problem with telling a man I, I don't know it or a yeah. young lady I I don't know what that is, but hey, I'm pretty sure I've got some resources I can go to and check it out. And I've I've worn out again talking about UT and the program over there. I've worn those doctors Sorokin and and those guys out over the years. I'm sure when they see my name pop up on their phone, there, yeah, we're sending this to to voicemail you know <laughs> well, but hey they're listening now so you you can, hey they, well that's a good shout out to them they <laughs> they've built uh they built a good program over there and like i said uh it's it's been a, a definitely a good resource for me as well yeah. as other things out there and just again people just like yourself that's out there making it happen every day and and uh you know and one other part of it is is that that i i feel like we as salespeople and i i know that um the companies that I've worked for in the past, we pride ourselves on continuing education. For us, we like to think that we uh, are able to be out there in front of the doctors, academia, and so forth, and, and and be an open book of of um, you know a wealth of information, if sure. you will. But there's only so much we can hold it, you know. And especially in my little uh, knucklehead skull I got here and uh, simple-minded kind of guy, but. Uh, but yeah, just those kind of things and uh, uh, those resources and again, just uh, what I was getting to there is is the the continuing education that the companies that I've worked for in the past have given us um, and and they really, uh, flood us with a lot of uh, manufacturers reps being in front of us and all that kind of stuff and and you know you got to have those things. Sure. That's it, you know and a lot of times if I'm not getting it, I'm thirsting for it. Yeah. Uh, because that's truly part of what I like to do is is not only maybe diagnose something for somebody but tell them why it is not just tell them what to spray or yeah. what to put on it but why it is uh, and kind of dig down a little deeper and say this is why you need to apply this or so forth and so on. So that, that's, that's a big part that appeals to me and, and something that I like to do again, is just kind of get to the root of the problem and find out why it is and explain that to a guy other than just giving them the solution of what to spray.
0: Yeah. You know, um, there, there's a, there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot that, you know, with the, our guys on our side of the business that rely, you know, like I said, we, that rely on you guys to have that information and you do a heck of a job. I mean, I know you've reached out to me a bunch of times about different products and things that you might not know as much about or or have an experience with, and I think you know it's just a matter of like you said, just continuing to learn, continuing to grow, and you, you know, you. and 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 I, I, how do how do guys on the sales side of things, especially I'm you know Sigma is a big sponsor in some of the things that we do in the Middle tenancy area. How do you guys view like? meetings continuing education what are some of the things that you get out of it or want to see that maybe it need to improve or you like about it i know you get to get in front of a lot of guys at one time but what are some of the things about that uh you know as far as because i i think that it's gotten better over time as far as what yeah. we do here uh, but what kind of speak to what you guys see on your side of the
1: business. yeah so the first thing that comes to mind is is when we have the meetings uh whether it be the golf meetings um uh, and so forth you know golfing after the education and so forth first of all the education part of it like i said i i thirst for a lot of that yeah. uh like i said i would love to tell you that i went home every night and got on you know out on the internet and looked up all kinds of stuff but we all know we have lives to live outside of what we're doing uh as far as our daily jobs uh but i do thirst for that information because again i want to be able to be the guy that if you come to you call or i i call upon you and, and we're talking about something, I like to have answers. Yeah. That's just who I am. And I like to, again, not only tell you what to put on it, but I like to be able to know how that disease has developed and what we can do from uh, not only a, a, a curative standpoint, but preventatively from a uh, uh, from an agronomic standpoint, sure. what we might be able to do mechanically or uh, – in an agronomic standpoint of saying, well, this is why you're getting this disease. So let's look at, let's back up instead of just putting a Band-Aid on it. Let's address the problem. Right. And, um, but going back to the second part of that is, is that, I, you know, I've always enjoyed the meetings because it's almost, and I know this is going to sound a little uh, cliche, maybe, I don't know, but it's almost like a homecoming for me because I love people. Yeah. As you know, I love talking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm right in the element here, <laughs> but I love to be around people. I'm yeah. a people person. And I want everybody, uh, again, I, one of the things that I hope as at the end of my days, that there's nobody that says, can say anything negative about Greg Johns, because I'm, a, I want to be a people pleaser. Yeah. And so with that said, being that I love to be around people and that's truly I'm in my element uh it's almost like a homecoming when we have meetings because you're able to see all the guys that you kind of call on and you've got had relationships with so long uh and even you know the new relationships but it's kind of neat for me to go to these meetings because it's almost like you have your whole family it's a family reunion you have everybody around you that's I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, it is like your family. You're, you know, we're around one another. I'm probably around a lot of you guys more than I am on family at the end of the day. And so, uh, one of the things that I like about it, uh, about the meetings and so forth, the question you ask is it's just, it's kind of neat for me because it's a chance to be able to see all of my friends and kind of my family, like you say all together in one place and then again going back to the education you guys uh you know the i know you sat on the board as president one year if i'm not mistaken two Two years i'm sorry and so and and did a great job and these guys continue to do good jobs about getting uh relevant information in front of us uh and and again that's that's a big part of it uh is continuing to be fed continuing to be fed because as you know this thing it's it's uh, it's not like technology where it's changing everything's changing next week you buy something this week it's out of date next week but a lot of things are rapidly changing in our industry with the different chemistries herbicides different things coming down the pike uh so you know it's um it's it can be overwhelming sometimes but I, the one thing i have found is uh, if you kind of sit on your haunches for a little bit of time you get passed over real quick yeah. uh, because there's a lot of things like i said a lot of A lot of uh, information, um, uh, even with mowers and and mechanical things of that nature. A lot of stuff moving, shaking, and uh, easy to get get behind if you're not out there in the forefront continually learning uh, about everything coming our way, new things, and so forth so those are kind of the things that i i would say that i get most out of the meetings is the education and then like i said the camaraderie of being around if you will your friends your family if you will uh for you know all together in one place and just having a great time
0: yeah well i do think it's fun i think it's a great time i like the golf aspect of it i do enjoy seeing i'm i'm not as much involved with that anymore it's sort of part that stinks and i try to show myself every now and then but you know just being so busy and tugged in a d- bunch of different directions i don't get a chance to do that much anymore but I'm, i do miss it and and uh, hope to do more of it and i think this this is affording me an opportunity with this podcast i've had a lot of people reach out and guys are hesitant to come on you know for whatever reason or you know you know just not comfortable and but our voices need to get heard and this is another platform to get people's the knowledge out there to get get some exposure and and sort of learn and i hope that with these every episode that i do and talk to and get and get to do different things that this is just another way for them to be able to learn a little bit more uh reassure them in some things that they may be going through or dealing with and just you know hopefully keep the you know keep the momentum and the pedal down
1: no and i think it's a great thing and that's is a perfect opportunity for me to tell you because we we were talking a little bit before the podcast but um uh, didn't get to express uh, my gratitude. And, and I know that there's a lot of other people that are saying the same thing, would echo the same thing, and that is um, it's a great thing you're doing. Uh, it's, it's something that we haven't, at least in these parts of the woods, we haven't had. And it's. Uh, I think you, you talked about earlier reaching out and helping fellow superintendents and fellow uh, grounds turf uh, managers, if you will, out there. I think this is a great tool to do it I yeah. mean how what other tool can you reach out and affect this many people you know that with with something like this and staying in one place if you will yeah and bring in different people in again from a salesman standpoint of view a, a superintendent standpoint of view so I think the word you always use is nuggets and so you know if you help one person with one little thing you know and, and, and that's that may be the thing they were looking for, yeah. and 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 so uh, you know maybe having trouble with or whatever the case may be. So again, talking about helping fellow superintendents, fellow turf managers, I think this is a great thing you're doing. So my hat's off to you for for even thinking to do and and sticking with it. And mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing. And and again, um, uh, wish you the best of luck with it. And I know you'll be successful with it. And it's I, I'm I'm loving it. I think it's something much needed.
0: Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it means a lot that, you know, that it's, the, it's been received so far. Uh, I, I would encourage you to encourage other people to, to use this platform. Sure. I'm willing to talk to anybody and everybody. I'm trying to figure can I out
1: stop you and just say my wife wants to be on. I don't know why, but I you don't know, either. Maybe what? she could bring something. Yeah,
0: me. she would. She could definitely. <laughs> how to deal with no, how I'm to kidding. deal with the salesman <laughs> who's a never home. Uh, yeah. But, you know, <clears> um, <throat> the premise of this podcast is not for me. It's for I I wanted because I recognize that our industry as a whole. And, and, and I can broad stroke it with the golf industry, but it really never gets talked about it only gets talked about if something bad happens if something happens to the course the course is in bad shape if somebody's yards burn up whatever the case might be water control you know water quality our industry takes a negative hit and never gets talked about in the light sure i mean i say this a lot i don't know if i should go on record saying it but there's a there's a lot of information in the pga world and And, and we have a 24 hour a day golf channel and none of it's really dedicated to the agronomy side. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I felt like there was an open void there to say, Hey, give these guys a voice, give myself a voice. I have over 24, 25 years of experience in this industry. And that comes with a lot of knowledge and expertise and, and, you know, and I can sit there and talk to you, talk to young guys, talk to anybody about how can I help you? Because this is your opportunity to open open the doors, talk to me, get information out there, tell somebody what you're dealing with. Maybe they're dealing with it, and at, and all the while we just have a conversation about our industry that's not sure. really happening. And there's you know in in our in just in the United States alone, we we have just tons of opportunity for this content to get out there. And so that's why I thought it was important to not only get off my but and do it because I've been wanting to do it for so long but to actually just drop you know just hit the ground running and go do stop it stop and roll and I've learned every single episode you know and and I've learned it every single turn I'm you know I, I you know I don't know where it's going to go, but I do know this that there's there's a ton of people I want to talk to and I would just say you know encourage people to that you that you come across that after you've done it and you talk to them say hey, this is something that's good for our industry and, and especially for middle Tennessee right now. And if it grows outside of that, great, you know, but I appreciate you saying that. And you know, that's what I'm here for, man. I'm here. I'm a man of the people, (laughs) 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 but, um, so I don't know. I mean, what, what is something that you see right now that it excites you in our industry as far as, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, on our side of the business, like what, are, what is something you've come across some product or chemical I'm not sponsored by anybody. So <laughs> I, it doesn't matter to me what you mentioned, but have you seen something that you like, man, that right there is a game changer because you've been in it a long time. I got some things that I, that I like and but what is something that, you know, that, that, Hey, Somebody listening out there might want to try, or or you say, yeah, this is this has got something to it. Now, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit.
1: Yeah, no. Um, well, I probably one of the newest things for me, and one of the newest things I think to the industry, although it's it's uh, been out for a couple of years, is uh, is the paint. You know, the oh, geoponics, yeah. uh paint, endurance paint, and uh, you know that's that's probably one of the and I say that because one, it's solving a lot of problems for a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we can go out there and, and we can put this product on the ground, and it's saving not only uh, money from a standpoint from the actual physical material cost, but from labor cost and everything else. And um, and so with that said, it's uh, and and what I was saying there is is it's probably one of the easiest sales that i have in my hat if you will because the product just speaks for itself and um and it's it's got a good you know it's, it's been out like i said a couple of years and uh throughout uh you know, of course, several states, and uh, I've not heard one bad thing about it—not one negative. You know, usually, if you have something new come out, you're going to hear the pros and the cons. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, the the pros outweigh the cons. But I would say that's probably one of the—that's uh, the the first thing that popped up in my head. Um, you know, we've had a couple of different new chemistries come out um in in the marketplace, um, uh, and um, some of them. That uh, some of them have splashed, some of them have hit and done what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. And um. But yeah. Um. Probably my biggest one, I would say, would be um, the endurance, the geoponics endurance pain is probably the first thing that just kind of pops up initially with that question asked to me.
0: Are you seeing a lot of guys having you know? It, are Are you seeing it more as an alternative to overseed? Are you seeing them? Doing it yes. in, in a variety of ways,
1: a variety of ways, but yeah. absolutely from an overseeding standpoint. Yeah. Again, talking about the 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 savings of the material cost of sure. buying seed, and uh, you know it was I, I sh- and I joke about it all the time, and and so I say it was kind of hard for me to start selling it because I'm you know I'm I'm kind of cutting Peter my nose off, yes. yeah, you know, despite my face. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, what it comes down to is if it's about being again a problem solver for yeah. a guy and if a guy you know is having a problem with his budget we all know that we've been taking cuts especially on the golf side of the business over the last couple of years everybody's budget seems to be continually getting hit and if you can come up with a solution for a guy again back to the solution thing say man look we can make those fairways as green as as what fair uh ryegrass would look yeah and by the way we can save you some money you know that's that's a pretty good win-win for everybody uh, and so that's why I'm saying it's 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 a pretty easy sale uh, once a guy's tried it and looked at it, and and of course other courses have done it, and you see firsthand what it looks like. And I know you were one of the biggest proponents for the product. Uh, in fact, um, you you were actually the biggest uh, proponent of it here, and, and came to me early on many years ago and said, "Look, man, this you know this is going to be the next best thing since sliced bread." Yeah. And you were absolutely right with it. Uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, the company I was with at the time didn't pick it up. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, you were, you were on point with that.
0: Well, I can't take 100% credit. I, I a short story is, is that I was talking to a friend of mine, Jason Sanderson, who's up at Cherokee and he showed me some pictures and I was floored. Yeah. Sure. I said, what is that? That's exactly my question. What is that and how do I get it? And so he ultimately got me in contact with, uh geoponics brad triggers i'm hoping to have him on the podcast love, here soon love
1: brad yeah guy.
0: and so but yeah i i i just thought man that's a game changer because it it solved a lot of problems and from a standpoint of yeah I, and i can go down this road for a lo- a long ways but sure. in our industry you know i've talked about in our area we we consider ourselves in the transition zone mm-hmm. and there's no real grass for the entire season Tough so area. you've always got to do something to something fescue or bent grass or cool seasons won't make it through the summer without right. tinkering and bermudas go dormant and i thought Especially being in a private club world, you got to do something to create excitement in the winter time. There's just always this kind of dreary. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. you got guys paying dues, and you want to, you know, even in the public sector where you got to ring the register, you want to, you want to create something different. And ryegrass just is not the end all be all. You got so there's complications with that. So I thought, here's a product that solves that problem. It creates an aesthetically pleasing look and I mean, it you know, it doesn't harm anything that I'm dealing with, especially on Bermuda or Zoysia yep, side. Exactly. And I was like, I got to I gotta dive into this. And so I, yeah. I really dove into it and tried to figure out what's the best use case. And I think uh, it's only touching the surface. Oh, uh, a-
1: absolutely. I mean, Good. if you
0: talk to Brad, and I'm sure he'll talk about it a lot, but, I mean, they're, you know, every place is painting. And before you didn't even think about it, but absolutely. football fields, soccer fields, yeah. baseball fields, you know. Uh, even, even if they've got cool season, they'll put a little, you know, put yep. a little down just to, t- yep. you know, to, to brighten kind it dress up. It so, up. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so. And then enhance it. And, and that's, you're exactly right with just touching the surface. There is, uh, you know, other marketplaces, yeah. uh, other states that the product's being sold in and they're utilizing it, not even to its full potential, but a lot more than what we're doing and th- than we can in our, yeah. in our marketplace. Uh, but you're right. Being in the transition zone, uh, tough zone to grow either c3 or c4 grasses cool or warm season grasses uh to the to their peak in this zone so uh anytime you got a got a another area in your quiver and you can uh from a standpoint of aesthetically use that word aesthetically pleasing or aesthetic value i I like that yeah throwing them big words out over there it's a big word Uh, podcast uh, but uh but no anytime you have got one of those tools in in your toolbox that you can bring to a guy and like i said Not only can you paint dormant turf and make it look absolutely (laughs) like it's almost overseeded perennial ryegrass, but you can come in in a situation where we, uh, you know, let's call it July, August of the year when our cool season grasses are sometimes in a state of semi-dormancy. And we've all seen that. uh, And you can come in and spray these things and you look like a million bucks. So, again, it's just a, a light... A light spray uh, doesn't take a lot of money per acre, and you've come in and you've you've made yourself stand out, <laughs> heads and tails above anybody else in your subdivision, or at, at, at a sports complex, uh, or whether it be on a golf course. It's just crazy what it'll do. And and like I said, we're just. We're scratching the surface with, with it here, yeah. and there's some other marketplaces that are are taking a lot more advantage of it than we are, and they see some really great economic values where guys are just coming in and treating residential lawns sure. and, and both dormant and uh, cool season grasses and just making them look like a million bucks. So yeah, it's 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 a great product.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to beat this horse too much, but I mean, I'm sure there's other products that are out there, but that one's the one that I've tinkered with the most that I've found that to be the one that I enjoy using and successful and have, and would back 100%. Love those guys at Geoponics. So, but I mean, you know, that, that, that is something that, you know, I think we're going to see in our industry. I mean, technology is growing faster than we can blink I'm, we're seeing new things constantly in the fertilizer and chemical world, um, and, I, and I'm interested to know your thoughts on how you see that may be changing through either technology or if you have any thoughts about how your world may change, Because I, and, I'll, and I'll use this as an example of, say, like a, a real estate agent or a car salesman. Nowadays, if you want to buy a car or a house, you pretty much can look at everything you want and you don't really necessarily need someone, but in order to kind of get the deal done, you do. So right now, unless you just want to go to Home Depot and pick something off the shelf or go to Amazon and grab it, you can research some stuff and things like that, and and there may be a couple of spots where you can get it, but I still need to call somebody or go down to the local store and talk to someone if I really want to find out a solution to a problem. So I, I personally think that that's going to change for you guys. You're going to be, have to be more of a source of information and a problem solver, but you're not going to necessarily have to sell people what the product is because they're going to be able to get the information way before you even get it. Mm -hmm. So is that something you're thinking about or is that something you see or, or is there, I mean, because I'm thinking there could be like a, a way that online sales is going to, disrupt our industry in a little way
1: yeah you know there's that's been brought up a couple of different times and uh certainly has the ability to do that yeah um it's just i, I sometimes some industries can hold on to things a little longer even though the technology is there yeah i don't know if you'll ever take out that human uh, perspective or that human uh can't think of the word I'm trying well, I, to think of I, now. There's still
0: car salesmen and there's still real estate well, absolutely, agents. absolutely, absolutely. But the game's changed. So sure, I, I agree it, with you. I'm just saying technology and all these businesses are, are disrupting and causing.
1: There's no doubt. Yeah. And, it, and it's good and it's bad, yeah. all in one. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the one good thing that I can say, and, and this was kind of the first thing that popped up as soon as you started uh, down this road about technology, the first thing that I thought about before you actually went into, uh, you know, and kind of, into that one sector there uh, is, is just the use of texting and, and emails and texting more for me than anything. Yeah. Simply because the days I, you know, BJ, there would be days and you've been around me that, uh, uh that my phone would ring constantly. Oh, sure. And, and, uh, and I know a lot of other people's do too. I'm not not taking that away both from, from, um, I spent a day in a, with a, uh, with a, uh, Superintendent in my truck pretty much half the day yesterday, and I believe his phone rang more than mine did. Believe it or not, but my point being is, is that technology and and just texting alone has bought me back time. Right. As a salesperson, yeah, uh, because now instead of and we again we all know how much I like to talk instead of taking maybe a conversation that should have taken a minute and a half that I might turn into five or ten minutes. Yeah. With, with We've already they, talked uh, for three hours. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> is, has it been that long? Um, no. But anyways, the, the so being able to quickly text, and, and I think that works well for both parties because uh, I know superintendents, turf managers, they're all just as busy as we are on the sales side, if yep. not busier. And so every minute for them is, is very crucial as well. So that's helped a lot. Just, just the texting world for me over the last couple of years has been one of the biggest things I've noticed that has kind of changed my world because instead of taking 75 phone calls in a day, it may down, be down to 20 phone calls, and then we handle a lot of stuff through text, right. and it's a time saver for both parties. So that, with that said, that's probably one of the biggest things I've noticed. And then again, you're right. Uh, if, if a guy truly wants to know about a product— uh and i encourage it i mean again because we as sales people we don't know it all of course but uh but getting online and everything's at your fingertips these days yeah and we got social media that you know guys are so you know they they may have uh sprayed something yesterday day before whatever the case may be or put down some type of a granular or whatever and and then posting on social media and then the hits that that gets and uh, you know, so those things I, you know, again, if a guy wants something, all he's got to do is right there at his fingertips. Take three minutes and research it. Yeah. You, now you might be in fifteen minutes. You might be <laughs> worlds away from where you <laughs> what you went on there online for originally. Yeah. Uh But uh, but anyways, that's uh, yes. I, I and going back to the point, I don't think you'll ever replace the human element in a lot of things. But is it definitely changing and changing the scope of things in the face of things? Absolutely, and and uh, again, social media being one of the biggest things. Uh, but at the end of the day, I still like to think that people like that face to face. Yeah, um, and some more than others. Uh, I think the the older crowd if you will the older superintendent probably likes more of the face-to-face we've got some newer guys that are coming in there that's that's just where we are yeah i mean you know you, i don't know that teenagers can carry on like you and i face-to-face conversation anymore they want to do it via with their phone sitting two feet away from one another and sitting there texting and whatever else you know it's kind of <laughs> crazy but uh but anyways it's um yeah so a lot of different like you know, we, we could go in a lot of different avenues with yeah. that uh but texting has been one of the biggest things. For me. I,
0: I would agree. I think texting's been huge for you guys. I mean, it's it, it it's you know it's the new email, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's an easy way for me to to text you or whoever, or you get you to get your clients or customers to just say what they need without really having to go in a long drawn out conversation about anything. And. And that's huge because it comes actually, you know, you get to see it, whereas maybe an email gets lost in a shuffle somewhere. And so texting becomes a a huge part of the, the overall, you know, efficiency of our business. And I, you know, I've seen that. I mean, it's, it, you know, it, it probably does take the older, older guys and gals to, you know, come accustomed to that. They're used to picking up the phone or whatever. And, but, but you're right. I mean, our our business industry is probably turning over and newer, younger kids are,
1: Oh, sure. Absolutely. Are coming in the,
0: I don't mean to call them kids, but I mean, they're just, it's just drastically getting younger, I think. Yeah. And you know, they're, that's what it is. Texting, social media, you know, it's just a form of communication we're in these days.
1: Well, you know, when test texting first came out, I, I hated it. I'm like, I, guys, I'm driving down the road. And <laughs> you're, I'm needing to text. I already have my laptop open in my lap and the phone up to my ear. And, with my shoulder holding it and everything else, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't, at some points, I didn't think I could get any more dangerous. And that's another thing that kind of comes along with age is uh, you realize, not only for your safety, but for the safety of other people on the road. I've changed my ways <laughs> on that a lot. I, I pull over a lot more these days. I spend about half a day, I think, sometimes on the shoulder of the road or in a parking lot. Uh, either sending in a, in an email or a text or something to somebody these days. Again, trying to be a little more cognizant about everybody's yeah. safety, which, by the way, <laughs> we probably all need to practice that a little yeah. bit more. As a road warrior, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As a road warrior out there every day, it's it's amazing to me how many people are. Uh, I look over and they're sitting there. I just saw a dump truck this morning. Of all people, the guy I don't want texting going down the road is a dump truck driver. Yeah. And, no uh, you know, so anyways, yeah. That's a whole I don't know if we're ever yeah
0: we, that's a whole other topic but I don't know if we're ever, where we're <clears> headed on that yeah I, mean, I hear you. It's, I
1: think some some policy I think it's uh, bad as I hate to say this and I was saying this a couple of weeks ago it's bad as I hate to say this I think they need they're gonna have to come down they're gonna have to crack down hard on texting and driving because it is absolutely one of the worst things that could have ever happened to our society
0: well not to not to go not to solve the world's problems but here's the thing that I think is going to happen and, and and I could be wrong but do you use waze do you use the app waze yeah, yeah. so when you yeah. when you if you pull it up while you're driving it recognizes that you're moving in a speed faster than walking mm-hmm. and it says the very first question and I'm calling on myself because it yeah, says yeah. are you the passenger or, yep. or what i think that there's going to be some and, and and again i don't know but if that technology exists if you're in the car driving and you try to text message it's probably going to recognize that you're driving, and it won't allow you mm-hmm. to do that.
1: And, and it, something that should something
0: happen. like that is yeah. going to change the the landscape of yes. of that technology. And and We're you staggering. and but just like ways, you got to wait. to, all, all you got to do is say, "I'm the passenger." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: You can so you, can you know. Shortcut that real I mean, quick.
0: everybody shortcuts it, but <laughs> I'm just saying they might they may leave the shortcut out. You know, or there may be yeah. some other way of doing that. So. Certainly, we, the technology for there. another. We're yeah, not a yeah, technology yeah, no, podcast, but
1: right, right, and certainly the technology is there, yeah. and certainly it's going to yeah. happen because it, it's too dangerous. Dude,
0: I, I said this the other day. I was like, I, I mean, I, I think my brain runs a thousand miles an hour about things I think about, but I don't wake up w- like Elon Musk wanting to put a, people on the m- Mars. <laughs> my brain's just not working <laughs> like that. I wish it would. I don't think that big, and I yeah, think that's, that's the, the the take home message is 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 that. Hey man, you got to think bigger every day. Think bigger and bigger, no matter what industry you're in, do something bigger than what you think you can possibly accomplish. You know, I think the take home message is there. So, but, um, well, uh, with a little time we got left, I can't believe I'm, I'm promising that we will keep this, the the shortest, shorter podcast and how much time do we have left? You don't want to (laughs) know, but, uh, we, uh, we, we got all the time we want, but I'm just saying I, I, I have a, I try to stick to it. Your your guys' uh, time is precious and, and important, and I don't want to take all your time, and I appreciate you being here. But I would like Absolutely. to talk about your life outside of work and what some things you like to enjoy doing uh, when you're not got your phone in your hand or selling. So tell me a little bit about, you know, uh, your life outside of work—I mean, I know a lot about it, but there's a lot of people that don't. And uh, so, what do you enjoy doing? What are some of the things that Greg Johns like to like to do when he gets away? Do you travel? Do you play golf? Just hang out with the kids, the wife? What do you do?
1: You know, I hate golf. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Okay, uh, podcast, <laughs> we're over. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Uh, anybody knows me. I like to I like to try to. Uh, Make a smile. I mean, if you if you can't laugh, can't smile in life, what can you do? But, I will say
0: this: we've at least cracked the most jokes on this podcast well, and any know, of the other ones. I knew, knew that, that would was be, coming. Yeah, yeah I knew, yeah, it coming. knew it was coming. Yep.
1: So, um, you get that, unfortunately, with me. But uh, no, I I, I I stated it earlier, and and again, I'm very um, I'm going to say very blessed in the fact that I, I get to do. Um, you know, I, I shouldn't probably say this because I know far too many superintendents know this to be the truth. But I have my weekends, and I know a lot of superintendents don't. And
0: yeah, that's huge.
1: And yeah, and and so again, blessed to have those because, man, I'm telling you, if it's if the weather is somewhat uh, able that I'm able to get out in it, and uh, and and it's not inclement weather to the worst, I'm in my yard, and so that's you asked me how I spend my extra time. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I still like to try to hit the gym three or four times a week. And, uh, and that, that's a big part of my life. Um, and then, um, and then where the majority of my extra time is spent, uh, is in, is in my yard. I, I, again, I take great pride in it. Um, I, I would like to think that, um, uh, you know, if, if there was a, uh, a competition in nashville i'd be in the top five uh you know both from a from a turf standpoint and from the ornamental side but again i'm I, I keep so what saying
0: what it. what uh what grass do you have in your yard
1: so i've got latitude and um um
0: that's a bermuda for the yeah sorry that's right.
1: sorry so uh, latitude bermuda and i've got Northbridge.
0: That's and, also a Bermuda.
1: Um, yeah, no, no, Bermuda.
0: Not everybody knows what we're talking about. I here. I'm sorry, gotta, I, I kinda forget that. That's all right. You as the host, that's where you wh- keep you so, in so, check.
1: Um
0: so those are pretty sweet new uh yeah, Bermuda grass strains.
1: Two of the newer ones out and uh some of the more cold tolerant, if you will. Yep. Uh finer textured and uh so I have both of those and then and actually um I got some so how did you as well. I've got and that's a Bermuda Yeah. <laughs> So i got some 419 as well. You've just
0: got a research station in your I, York. I, re-
1: I really do in a way. I mean, honestly. So how did you I,
0: fall I, into I joke- doing all three, or did you just decide? So, you got different environments, microclimates, what's going on? Well, so. I've been to your honestly, house, but I'm.
1: Being very transparent here, uh, selling to the guys over, I guess I can mention to the Tennessee Titans, the gentleman over there that takes care of uh, the grounds, if you will, uh, Terry Port's really good friend of mine. Uh, has been for a long time like yourself. and uh, it, it Be sure to happened. tell him I
0: want to get him on here.
1: Definitely will. Um, it just so happened that uh, I was able to get about a, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't even know how much it was, maybe 700 foot of some, of some leftovers he had sure. that was all cut up and everything else from where they'd put the field in one year. Uh, I started about three years ago. And, uh, it was kind of like, and I hope I can say this, but it was kind of like the, the crack dealer, you know, he gave me just enough to get started and it got me, it got me going <laughs> and I had to do that. I had to go out and pay for the rest of it. So I ha- I yeah. had common Bermuda, yeah. uh, that I, that I had was spraying, uh, growth regulators on, had it really tight, um, again, would put it against anybody's common Bermuda in middle Tennessee. Uh, and then of course came along some, uh, latitude and, um. And I got enough to, to say, hey, this, uh, this is, even in its worst day, better than my common brew. Right. And so, uh, so, then I, so I ended up buying the, the rest of my front yard and putting it in both of them. Again, kind of like you said, and, 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 and I've said this to a lot of people, but I, I kind of like to have a little research station at my house. And, and so on top of that, I also have an area in the back Um, that I have some mature trees that I manifold my cool season grass fescue in. So I've got, uh, three strains of Bermuda and, um, and, and then fescue in the back. So I'm managing the kind of the hodgepodge of what we, uh, deal with here in the transition zone. Uh, and so anyways, that's, um, that's how I came about that getting get didn't me mean to get sidetracked that. track, no, but that's no, no, an interesting
0: no. conversation
1: yeah and so and, and i cut it with a real mower so you know I, oh yeah I, yeah so i got me a little 26 inch john Deere. little shout out to john Deere. A 26 inch walk behind john Deere real mower that i i i'm out there two three times a week typically two times a week and like i said i spray some growth regulator on it and keep it tight low and um, you know i i I have a lot of folks. This this is honestly. I know it's gonna sound like I'm saying this for the show, but one of my greatest joys in life is when people stop by. Yeah. Stop out there in the front of the yard. Whether I'm out in the front of the yard or I'm inside, people stop and they look. But I'm outside a lot, as a lot of my neighbors always say. Do you? I mean, we. Every time we see <laughs> you're in the yard, are you ever in your house? Yeah. Uh, so. With that said, no greater joy for me, and I know this can be said for a lot of guys like yourself in our industry, but no greater joy for me than to somebody to stop, and and just you know, kind of a pat on the back, if you will, and say, man, what in the world is that? That looks like carpet. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? And what is that? And so that's that's what drives me, and that is my biggest hobby, quite honestly. Um, it's my passion. And it's my hobby, and I get it from my mother, by the way. Yeah. Uh, which uh, she's 76 and still in her yard every day, hmm. doing something. Uh, and so, um, so anyway, again, very blessed to be to to be working in a field that is is where my passion is, where my my education is, and something that I truly, if I've got extra time, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, it. It's, I told you, I'm a simple man. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot to, you know, to, to satisfy me. And that's, that's one of the things. I used to like to play, as you know, softball. Yeah. And uh, can't do that anymore after three surgeries on the right knee. How's that, by the way? Um, it still hurts every day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, that's uh, – so, you know, those are, those are the things that if you ask what Greg Johns does, that's, that's what, that's what turns, turns my crank.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey – that's a lot you got a lot going on in your life and i mean i know i know your wife real well and and she puts up with a lot of she craziness does. from you and but you know you've got a you got a special thing going there with her and your kids and very blessed and to all have and an so, angel on earth yeah absolutely I mean, if 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 you met her you sure don't know why <laughs> she's with him but i'll it, kick I, the coverage yeah, on that one yeah, yeah i think yeah, it's what yeah, i'll heard kick the, the coverage is exactly right well um So do you get to spend a lot of time traveling, or do you stay pretty much in the Middle Tennessee
1: area? I've said this for years, and, and again, the older I get, the more that uh, family and and friends become more important to me. And I'm very blessed, again, to be home pretty much every night. And and I say that, and and some of my local competitors, I know they're home pretty much every night. But for the guys that are out there that are manufacturer's reps that are spending – three and four nights a week on the road sometimes the whole week and then come home to be home for a a couple of days and then back out um hey to each their own but i'm telling you i i i did some traveling early on and like i said 20 21 years ago when i started in into uh, the sales side of things um and very 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 blessed to be home every night and sleeping in my own bed and having you know the the people that you know that are i cherish the most in my life my wife and my kids uh around me and uh and just uh so yeah so i'm home every night for the most part of course there are certain times of year that we do the shows and we're traveling and but overall that may be six seven eight eight nights out of the whole year yeah other than that very blessed to be home every night
0: well that's awesome well um you on any social media you, are you spending time on social know,
1: No, I'm 52, BJ. Just turned 52, by the way. And so, Happy again, birthday. as the old saying goes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. So I wish I was better with uh, tweeting and with the Twitter and the whole thing. Um, the, probably about as close as I'm going to get is Facebook. Yeah. And uh, I think I've been on it more in the last six months than, than it, when it came out. It's an But um but yeah, so no, I, 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 know there's a lot of, again, we talked about earlier, a lot of great opportunities, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, wisdom, uh, a lot of teaching moments and things that come through a lot of social media, but, um, uh, uh, you know what, I've, I've, I've made it this far doing what I've been doing, and again, very blessed to be here, uh, and so, um, unless somebody's, uh, forcing me to do it i'm probably going to continue on down the way i've been doing it for the most part
0: yeah well if you hadn't fallen it by now you'll probably either get to it when your kids get old enough that yeah. you can you have to keep up with them and i mean that basically forced me to do it yeah and they then i then i found to it to be a, a a pretty useful tool but i was really asking because i wanted people to follow you if you're on anything or
1: yeah you know uh, i like I said facebook's about as social media as i get uh, yeah. i know there's the instagrams and the the Twitter and all that, but yeah, I haven't really taken full advantage of that. I've I've played around with Twitter a little bit, but uh, I think I I spent more time wondering what in the world I was doing and trying to get myself out of what I got myself into than <laughs> uh than being able to be um you know using it to a, an advantage. Yeah. So.
0: Well, Greg, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Man, it's been the world. I it. You you were as high on the list of people as I wanted to sit down with when I started. I'm sorry this. to
1: hear that, because that yeah. that doesn't say a lot for you. Uh, well,
0: <laughs> hey, the, it, if it crashes and burns after this, I'll know why.
1: But um, no doubt,
0: for everybody out there, he's he's uh, social media list. He's he's probably going to come around at some point. But Greg is a is a great salesman. He's done a great job for our area in Middle Tennessee. He continues to spread the word and help people. Go check him out. Um, look up Sigma Organics, a great, uh, great company here in locally in Nashville. And um, thank you. you. know, I appreciate you uh, coming on. And uh, man, it's uh, another episode in the books. So like I
1: said, thank you for having me on. Continue the good work. It's, it's. Like I said, it's. I'm sure it's going to help. It's helped people, and it will continue to. And and I know it'll grow. And uh, I appreciate what you're doing, and I know that I, I can. A lot of people would reciprocate the same thing, so I appreciate what you're doing. And and again, very very thankful to be on that. You would that you would think of me to be on here, and and uh, uh, glad to be here.
0: Well, cool. I, I all I ask is that you spread the word and just build this thing up because I want it to be a movement, and I hope that it becomes part of the the you know the content culture for our area, and it grows beyond that because I'm really just here to help people and. And I'm excited about what it's offered already and, and I'm excited about the things in the future. So Absolutely. So that's it, folks. Another episode in the Books is Making the Turn podcast. I'm your host, BJ Parker, and until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace out.